This is part two, basically, of episode 66, where we talked about that frustrated woman. And friend, I am still so fired up about helping you go from frustrated to fueled. So that is what we are talking about today. Are you excited? Can you tell I'm excited? I hope you can tell I'm excited. Okay, let's, we're just going to jump right to it. See you in a minute. Hey there, friend. Are you a sassy, audacious unicorn mama who's on a mission to grow your network marketing business? Are you tired of the copy-paste culture, ready to set those goals and map out a strategic plan to get there? Hey, I'm Michelle. Welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. I've been in the network marketing space for over a decade. I've leveled up, earned the goodies, sat at the top 2%, and know what it takes to get you there. More importantly, I know what it takes to do it being you. I'm here to help you achieve your business goals through strategy, mindset, healthy living, and a whole lot of fun. This podcast is all about equipping you with strategies to be that unicorn mama and grow your business while still showing up for your family and all the things that make you, you. Okay, go warm up that cup of coffee for the second or, let's be honest, eighth time. I know how it goes. And let's get started. Listen to episode 66 from Tuesday, then you know where I was coming from. If you're just tuning in, well, here's a quick little recap, okay? So I had been with my previous company for just about six months, like or six years, sorry, about three months shy of six years. Um, I had hit the top 2% with my site's firmly set on being at the very tippy top. In fact, I used to always say like I joined on a Monday and I was like, so Friday I hit that, right? Like I was going to get there. In fact, if you talked to anyone around me in leadership, they would have said, oh yeah, Michelle's going to get there. Like I could taste it. I knew I would be there. Unfortunately, it kept eluding me. I would get frustrated that I wasn't moving. My personal volume wasn't moving. I couldn't promote, you know, like all of those things. You're like, I I just see it right there and I want to get there. And then, so I'd be super frustrated. And then the company would go and change the programs and I'd get reinvigorated. And mind you, all the time, I never, I never, ever, ever would say anything about my frustrations with anyone aside from maybe my direct upline. But even at that, I kept most of that to myself because I was a leader, right? You hold on to that. You just, you kind of go, you don't want to taint people, right? You don't want to, um, you know, make them frustrated if they're not there. So that's, that's not what I was going to do. So they'd reset these programs. They'd find things, you know, like, okay, let's try it this way. So I'd be reinvigorated. I'd be like, yes, I can do this. I'm going to get there. I'm going to promote to the next, you know, by the next convention, I'll be recognized as, 
you know, whatever title, I'll have the car. Like how many times did I put the car on my vision board? In fact, it got to the point where I was like, uh, I'm not even going to put that on there. So I had all of that. I mean, blah, 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 blah. Like I can go through the whole thing. Does that sound familiar to you? Raise your hand. Not that I can see it, but raise your hand if you're like, yes, I, I feel all of that. I put all of those things on there. You went in January and you did your vision board and you, you know, you broke it all down to get to that volume of the car volume or the, this promotion, you need to do this and you reverse engineered your goals. You did it all. You talked to your upline, you have a power partner. Does that sound familiar? So finally, after replaying that story over and over and over again, and after spending thousands of dollars in personal development and mastermind coaching, because I knew, and get this, please, 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 I knew that first and foremost, I needed to work on my weaknesses, my frustrations, where they get to the root of where those were coming from before I could ever truly see changes or point the finger at somewhere else. I remember doing a discovery call with a, a training, a mastermind that they focus on sales. Like that's what they do. I'm like, I'm in sales, right? That's what I do. Friend, can I just tell you, if you are in network marketing, social selling, you are in sales. I know it seems like this dirty little word and we don't want to say that, but that's what it is. So anyways, I did this discovery call. And to learn more about their program and they kind of like, you interview them while they interview you, see if you're a good fit. And so she asked like, you know, why I was interested in looking at this. And these were my exact words. They're kind of prophetic, I feel like. Um, I said, I know I can go to any other team, any other company, and I can build a, a, a business. Like I, I know that about me because I'm driven. It's not, I don't say that as like um, a prideful, like I'm so amazing. I can go anywhere. No, that's not at all. I'm driven. I know what to do. That's where I'm coming from. I said, but if I don't fix the holes within myself, first and foremost, it's not going to matter. It's going to follow me wherever I go. Right? So after about 18 months of that, of professional development, we'd have a convention and I was the one that was like, okay, who are the speakers that aren't within our company? Because I want to hear from them. I want to hear from the people who have built businesses outside of this network marketing company and even outside of this network marketing field. I want to hear professionals in their field. So after about 18 months of that, doing all of that kind of thing, I I followed my own advice from episode 66. I was praying about it. I was constantly taking it to the Lord because I wanted to make sure that I wasn't trying to do, you know, like the grass is greener over there. Like if I just hop over there, it'll be better. And then I evaluated my frustrations. And what I started realizing was that I wasn't the crazy one, friend. Oh my goodness, can you relate to this? If your top leaders within your company are jumping ship, that is a massive, massive, massive red, red flag, huge sign. I know that you love your company because I did too. I know that you love your team because I did too. I know that you love your products because guess what? So did I. I know that you love your corporate staff and you feel like they have your best interest at heart. I get 
all of that. And I know that because I did too. But I was it, but it became increasingly clear to me that the company I joined with in 2015 now was a very different company six years later in 2021. They had not progressed and evolved in the way that I had envisioned that they would so that we could get to where we wanted to go, right? Things were very different and the dreams I had that I thought were possible They just weren't any longer. In fact, I've had conversations with a few people who have had conversations with me and they know it. Like you can hear this like resign in their voice or this resolve of like, well, yeah, but I've already built this team or yeah, but I've already, you know, I already have all these customers. And so, you know, I mean, yeah, I know I'm not making the money, but I already have all this. Oh my goodness, do you feel that? Like, is that is that what you have in your head? Like, I know there are going to be a lot of leaders and uplines up out there that are going to be like, uh, what is she saying? Like, no, 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 this is not okay. But I just want you to understand I'm coming from the place of I get where you are. I get what's going on in your head. I get the frustration and I get how lonely and isolated you feel because you're not sharing this with anybody. You're just like spinning this around in your head. And maybe you've even tried to express this to your spouse and you're like, I don't even know how to put this into words, right? I get it completely. So friend, can I just tell you something? People change jobs all the time. So just yesterday, uh, yesterday, a couple days ago, it doesn't really matter. I um, happened to hear about a friend, a mutual friend who uh, he was in finance, like something in the finance field for probably a good 30 some odd years. Like that was his career. Like he is the finance guy. And I don't know all of the details. I haven't been involved in their life for a very long time. But she, this friend of mine was like, yeah, and he switched to like CBD. Like, I, I don't think it's even a direct sales company. I think he's doing his own thing. And I was like, well, yeah, people change. People change careers. People see opportunities. They change positions every single day. That is my point. Here's a guy that went from finance to CBD. Now, we're not here to talk about how the industry of CBD is like on fire, but like he saw that. He's a businessman and decided, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to change places. Moving companies does not mean that you don't like your team that you worked with or your coworkers or the products or the company or the like any of those things, but there was something that wasn't quite right, and so they did something serious. They evaluated. They figured out that, gosh, you know what? This isn't right. Maybe it was even precipitated by an offer. Maybe another company came to you, came to whoever this person is and said, hey, you know what? We see what you're doing and we would like to offer you a job. Well, all of a sudden that makes you start evaluating really quickly. Like, why would I stay here versus go there? Blah, blah, blah. So then Number three is you have to make a decision, and that's what I did in January. So my again, I'm coming from this place of I want to, you to understand that you're not alone. I did this in January. I made a decision and made that massive pivot, and let me just tell you, 
as you can imagine, I made people mad. I was in the top 2% of the company. Like people, I did trainings. I did, you know, I earned the trips. I did all the things and people were mad. I still have some people who have never asked me a single thing about why I left. That's okay. They can jump to their own conclusions. I know the truth. I've even heard whisperings of things and I don't care. I don't even care. That's fine. If they don't have the desire to come and talk to me, it's fine. They can keep talking. So what all of that forced me to do was to look inward and decide how I was going to do things differently over here. As a result, I am fiercely protective of what I let in, who I follow, who I listen to. I can't even tell you how many people I have unfollowed, unfriended, and put just straight on mute. Like, I don't need to hear what you have to say because it messes with my mind space. I know that this is where the Lord wants me and he's the only one I need to prove. He's not even prove. He's the only one I need to honor and obey, right? I'm fiercely protective of my boundaries. I'm also very particular about who I share my business with. I built a team for numbers. Have have any of you done that before? Like where you just have someone who wants the discount? I've done that before. I'm not doing it again at all. I don't need somebody to join my team just so I can say, oh, I have X number of people on my team. Like, no, thank you. I'm very clear now because of my past experience, which is so fantastic, right? That past experience, that six years was not for not. Like it was used, the Lord is using that to show me exactly what I need here. So I'm very clear who I want to work with. I only want to work with women who want to work. That's it. That's it. I only want to work with people who absolutely want to work. So why do I share all of this with you? Well, the printer wants to know too. Why do I share all of this with you? Well, I told you in Tuesday's episode that I am fired up about helping you. I mean, I always have been, but I am so incredibly clear that I want to help the woman who is frustrated. And I so want to share with you how I went from frustrated to fueled. I mean, who doesn't love a good alliteration, right? Alliteration for the win. Yes, please. Thank you. So I want you to understand that it is possible to go from frustrated to fueled in a single decision or you know, sometimes it's a myriad of decisions. So can I share some details with you? Now, of course, my results are typical. You know all the things, blah, blah, blah. This is not an income disclosure statement, you know, or an income claim. I'm just telling you my story in hopes that you can see the possibility for you when you make that decision to change, okay? And again, I'm telling you all of this because I want you to understand that you are not alone. I I have had so many conversations in the last week where women are like, I, I felt like it was only me. 
if I could, I mean, this podcast is as close as I can get to standing on a rooftop and shouting and saying, you are not alone. So let me just tell you what happened and how things changed for me. And I went from frustrated to fueled. So in two months from my pivot, I hit back to the top 2% of this company. In six months, we had built a six-figure business. And by year one, by the end of 12 months, we should be at a multiple six-figure business. Like, that's insane. It blows my mind. In seven months, I earned a trip to Cabo, which we're leaving on in just a couple of days. I cannot wait that I get to take my husband. I have a team of over 20 people, and I have some, last I checked, I think it's like 113 customers. And this is just my 10th month. Again, I don't share this because I want to give myself an applause. That could not be further from the truth. I share this because I want to encourage you to show you that one decision can change so much for you. I was literally to the point with my former company that I never shared about the business because frankly, I did not believe in it. I knew I could sign people up, although it got to the point where they had dropped the enrollment price so low that I couldn't even get people to enroll with that. I'm like, okay, this is a problem. I couldn't, so let's say I had somebody who wanted to enroll. I couldn't even get them up and running. Like we didn't have a system in place because it was, it was so convoluted. I didn't even know what a system was. We didn't we didn't know how to do that. So how did I go from frustrated to fuel? Well, one, I found a company that was ahead of the curve. They're doing everything different from compensation. Yes, it, I know. I thought all network marketing businesses are the same. They just, you've heard me say this, they're just wearing a different jacket. Like everything's the same. It's just, you know, a different, you know, line of products, a different, but it's all basically the same. And most network marketing direct sales companies are the same. The compensation plan is the same. What I found was a different way of compensating and a, a way in which everyone can can win. Take a look at your team. So let me ask you this. Take Pull up your team. You might not even need to pull up your team to answer the question. Um, How many people on your team say they say, like, if you ask them, they would say, oh, yes, I want to grow a team. I want to build a business. I want to add people to my team. Okay. So how many people are doing that? Yeah, you probably have a lot, right? There's a lot of people that are like, yes, that's what I want to do. Okay. So now here's part two. How many of those people are actually doing it? Well, that's probably a small number, right? That's where we separate the wheat from the chaff. Like people want say that they want it all day long. I had sent out a, uh, like a questionnaire. I did it in like a Google form. So nobody could see everybody's answers. Only I could. And I wanted to get like the temperature of my team. And I had basically asked them like, what is the um, level that you, the promotion that you want? Like, where is that? And they all said where I was. That's what they wanted. And my next question was, are you willing to do what it takes to get there? And do you know what their answers were? Probably not. I don't know what it takes to get there. I'm not sure I want to put in the time. Like, things like that. So it gave me a real good insight on what I already knew. It's like when your kids take the standardized test and you get the results and you're like, 
well, yeah, you bombed reading because you're having trouble reading. Like, it doesn't tell you anything that you don't already know, right? So here's my guess. Most of the people on your team, they can sell products all day, every day without too much trouble. I mean, I get it. I know it's not like a walk in the park, but it comes so much easier to to most people, right? It seems less... Um, like they're uh, less, I, I can't even think of the word, but it just seems like it's such an easier thing to do. Buy my products, right? Yeah, okay, they can do that. So after being in network marketing for as long as I have been, I know how it goes. Everyone wants the accolades, but not everyone is willing to willing and able to do what it takes to get there. That's why when I found a dual-sided compensation plan, I was like, holy cow, this is incredible because now those people who they just want to share products, they can win. Those people who want to build a team, they can win. Those people who, like myself, want to take advantage of both, they can win. It's incredible, right? And number two, I found a company that had a proven system in place. You've likely heard me say that Uh, I had no idea what a system was. Like, I kid you not, I Googled business systems, like definition of business systems. And I was like, oh, yeah, we tried that. We We were constantly trying to find a system for years, but we were completely unsuccessful. And then I came here and saw a system in action. Friend, that is the key. What every company you're, you're with or looking at, at, sorry, um, If you're looking at a company or you're with a company, here's what I want you to do. I want you to ask what systems they have in place and are they proven? So let me just define what I mean by proven. I don't mean that someone last month followed these steps and these things and they found success. Okay, that's great for that person. That's awesome, right? But I mean everyone is following it and everyone is finding success. Everyone who wants to work is working and they're finding success. That is a proven system. It doesn't matter if they had success in previous companies or they had zero success with previous companies. They're able to implement this system and they're seeing success. Yeah. Listen to my fab female Fridays. Listen to those stories. These are women that come from all different backgrounds, all different experiences in the network marketing space, and they're finding success. Number three, I found a company that had products that everyone wanted. If you've been listening since the beginning, you know that I am in the clean living health and wellness space. That is exactly what everyone wants right now, right? I know for myself, after the last year and a half of everything, my eyes were open to some of the toxic products and things that I allowed just because we always had, you know, like, okay, yeah, this is what we use. So we're going to keep using it. Well, I found so many people who, one, they don't know how to clean out. Like they don't know how to add in non-toxic. They can't afford to go to Whole Foods or some organic place and get all the clean stuff. And so they're just trying to do their best. Well, gosh, if I can be part of that revolution, yes, please. So that's what I found is a space that everyone is already looking for already. So, you know, they're concerned about their health, taking care of their bodies, collagen, holy cow, right? Everywhere we turn, there's something about collagen, using clean, non-toxic products, and we offer all of that. And it's something that, like I said, after 
gosh, the last year I was like, ooh, I think I need to pay a little bit more attention to that one, right? So I could go on and on, but I'm going to take you back to where I started in episode 66, since this is kind of technically a part two. If you're finding yourself in a place of frustration, friend, I want you to, one, pray about it. You need to get to the source of this frustration. What are you frustrated with? I'm going to tell you, I am not a writer, so, you know, but I find it so cathartic and so um, eye-opening when I sit down and write these things out or type it out. My hands can work so much faster and oftentimes I find that my brain and my hands are just, they're just clicking away and then all of a sudden I'm like catching up. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly, (laughs) that's exactly how I'm feeling. Yes. Is the frustration within you? Is it within the company? Is it something that can be fixed? Is it your mindset? Is it your attitude? Okay. Part two, evaluate. Take a good hard look at what you're doing. If the frustration is a you issue, then what are you going to do to change that? Finding that and realizing that is just a small portion of that battle, right? Are you going to hire a coach? Are you going to grab a John Maxwell book or any other professional personal development mindset type books? Are you going to get some training outside of your company in that area? I cannot stress enough how important it is to find training outside of your company. Your company has great training, they but they're going to tell you what the company wants. I encourage you to find some training outside of that and make sure, you know, then see, gosh, just who, who do I align with? If the frustration is a company thing, then what are you going to do to change that? No one is saying you don't like your products, your team, your business, etc. But Maybe you've put in all you can with this company and it's time to move on. Maybe, right? It doesn't mean that you're your your company hopping. It means that you're you're looking at a wise business move. Number 3, decide. It's decision time. If you've determined it's a you thing, if the frustration is coming from you, then decide how you're going to change it. Do something about it. I am a big fan of if something is wrong, don't sit there and complain about it. Figure out what it is and then change it. If you still then decide not to change it, then that's on you and you have lost the opportunity to complain about it any any longer. Um, if it's a company thing, then decide what you're going to do. I will be perfectly honest, and I have never said this on here before, but if you find yourself here and you're wondering how what I found truly is different, that was a weird sentence, and you're wondering like, what is it about what I found that's truly different, then I would love, I would absolutely love to talk with you and schedule a one-on-one call. In fact, I'm going to put a link in here where you can go ahead and schedule a call. Um, It's free. It's a time to just chat. And here's what I want to do with you. One, I want to hear your frustrations. I want to help you see the options that are available to you. I will be perfectly honest. I'm going to tell you if the frustrations are with you and they are fixable, or if it's something that maybe you need to start looking around for. And number three, if you're a good fit, then maybe my team is a place for you. I'm always looking to mentor women who are serious about building a business, whether it's full-time like what I do or part-time for a little extra spending money to pay the car payment to, I don't know, pay for braces or 
I don't know, put money aside. I'm always looking for someone who is wanting to work. I'm under no illusion that there is only one way. I know that there are many options out there. And what I know for myself is that I absolutely went from frustrated out of my mind, thinking I was a failure to an understanding that it was time for a change. Is that you? If that's you, I get it. I absolutely get it. And I'm praying for each and every single woman who hears this to truly start by looking inward. You always have to start inward. We always have to start with ourselves first before you ever start trying to fix it with something new and shiny. Because new and shiny, I mean, the, the, the holes are just going to come, right? So you have to start inward. If you've done all that and you're like, okay, I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Friend, I love you. I love you so much. I feel so honored that you have taken the time to listen to this episode. And I know you want to stand out and be that unicorn. Good golly, I can't even talk. I'm like so passionate. I can't even say the words. I know that you want to be that unicorn. And sometimes that means showing up differently right where you are. And I am all for that. And sometimes that means finding a new field to roam in. If any of this resonates with you on any level, shoot me a DM. I would love to hear from you or truly go schedule a one-on-one call. Let's get to the root of what is frustrating you. Love you, friend. I'll talk to you soon. Hey there, friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and learned something new or helpful, it would mean so much to me if you hit subscribe or snap a pic, share it in your social, and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping our unicorn tribe grow. Until next time, keep being you.